I'm Corey Crenshaw. I'm Richie Suave Flores. And this is Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. On the Hockey Podcast Network. What did I just listen to? Oh, f- this game. This game is this game is just bullshit now. Oh my gosh. I actually they actually made me feel uncomfortable. What was it? Panty what? The game has gone to bullshit. Panty melted? Why do we record these during the middle of games? Oh, God. Be sure to listen to Corey and I every Monday. We are your go-to source for the Arizona Coyotes on the Hockey Podcast Network. LA Kings fans and welcome to season two, episode eight of the Kings Den, as always presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Jordy Cunningham. Thank you so much for joining us here on episode eight of season two of the Kings Den, as always presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. The last one of 2020. What a year it's been. We have so much to get to in this episode, but before we get started, don't forget to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at the Kings Den THPN. Don't forget to check us out on don't forget I'm your host, Jordy Cunningham, obviously. Don't forget to check me out on Twitter at Cunningham Jordy or on Instagram at Jordy underscore Cunningham23. Don't forget to check the Hockey Podcast Network out on Twitter and Instagram at HockeyPodNet. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube at the Hockey Podcast Network for all of our great video footage around the whole network. And don't forget to check us out on Patreon for just one dollar. You can find all of our exclusive bonus content including all the after hours that we do and a bunch of other stuff so definitely go check that out as well season two episode eight it's exciting we're recording on the 30th this is going to come out on the 31st tomorrow you know what's happening tomorrow training camps yes that's right la kings back on the ice for training camp first time since march first time since march it's so exciting Roster has been announced, a new signing. Oh, we have so much to get into this episode. We'll get into World Junior Talk as well. We'll talk about our boys over at Vegas Nightly. One of them giving the Kings some love. So we'll get into all that. But let's start. Training camp starts tomorrow. Finally. How excited are you, Kings fans? Training camp starts tomorrow. You get to see the LA Kings on the ice tomorrow. 42-man roster announced. They're going to do Group A and Group B. The first three days of training camp, Group A skates, Group A versus B scrimmage, Group B skates. It's going to be like that for the first three days. So they're going to be hard scrimmages every day. Boys need to get their work in. It's Remember, only two weeks of training camp. They're, they're going to scrimmage almost every day because you need to see these guys in action. You need to see these guys taking the next step and playing game-like in these scrimmages as much as you can with no preseason games this year. But again, just two weeks till training camp. It's just so exciting. And before we even get to the roster, how about this new signing for the LA Kings? Another depth signing isn't the right word, but I'd say a stopgap signing, maybe. I like this risk-reward. Andres Athanasiu, an LA King, one year, $1.2 million, faster than anything, still just 26 years old. 10 goals, 14 assists, 24 points in 46 games for the Edmonton Oilers. Last year, spent the rest of his career with Detroit before that. In his whole career, 
He has 84 goals and 72 assists in 303 career games. This guy's faster than anything, man. Imagine I was ta- I just I tweeted this other day in a conversation. Imagine him and Austin Wagner on a line together. You know how fast Austin Wagner is that is that like is it possible to have too much speed on a line? If you had Wagner and Athanasiu on a line together, Athanasio really has a chance to be a top six forward on this team. I've also been preaching. I want to see some of the young guys make a huge step like Fajimo or something like that, or Akil Thomas even maybe surprise people, but we will, we'll see when that happens. But depth signing, the one downside, he is just not good defensively. The, the Detroit guys know this here at the Hockey Podcast Network. The Edmonton guys know this here at the Hockey Podcast Network. They are not good. Or Athanasio is not good defensively. He had like a record for being in the negatives at one point last year. Being a minus last year. So that's not good. Hopefully that can clean up. Hopefully they can keep working on that. I think head coach Tom McClellan can help can help him get better defensively and whip him into shape. But I do really like this signing a lot. I think it's another stopgap guy, kind of like a Marty Furk, but at a, at a way higher level because of the production he can put up. Andres Athanasio is a good NHL forward. Just his defense isn't the best. But he can put the puck in the net. And he's going to have some fun playing with these guys, playing with Kopitar, playing with Brown, playing with Carter up front, playing with the young guys as well. This is going to be a lot of fun up front, and I think he brings some great speed to this team. That really helps this team. Gonna maybe get a chance with Kent, with Kempe as well. Could you see? I gotta see them on the line together. I I'm very really excited to see it. I, but like the the speed aspect is a big thing to me that he's bringing to this club. Joining him and Wagner, that's a lot of speed you're bringing to the table. And I like that a lot. I like that a lot. I. I just really like this deal, and I think he's a good stopgap for the young core that is coming up with the LA Kings. But here, let's get to the 42-man roster quickly here. 42-man roster, five goaltenders, 13 defensemen, 24 forwards. You know, Athanasio is a good depth signing. I'm really excited to see what Gabe Velarde is going to do again, hopefully in the top six, because he was just so much fun last year. What do you think the lines are going to be? When the season starts, I'm super excited for Lars Anderson for Lars Anderson as well. I think he's a guy that's just a change change of scenery is going to help him. So let's just go over the forward group quickly. Kempe, Adrian Kempe, Mike Amadio, Anze Kopitar, Trevor Moore. He's another guy picked up in the Jack Campbell trade last year. He could do some stuff. Uh, Ale- I- Alex Iafalo, I'm excited for him. Andres Athanasiu, of course, he's going to be there. Dustin Brown. Lars Anderson, I'm really excited for him. Boko Amama, he has been in the Kings organization his whole career. Austin Wagner, Jared Anderson Dolan, uh, you, know, you guys know I'm high on him as well. I'm excited for him. Marty Furk, Tyler Madden, he's healthy, he's ready to go. That's good to see. Carl Grundstrom, he's another young guy. So, like, there's so many young guys that have a chance to make an impact on this team. It's so exciting. Gabe Velarde, I think he's gonna. I think he's going to be the exact same that he was last year at the end of the year. I think he's just going to come right back, play super well, put the puck in the net. What did he have? Seven points in 10 games last year? Or what's the opposite? 10 points in seven games, something like that. I'm super excited for him. Drake Raz, Raja, uh, I'm excited for him as well. Blake Lazat, I'm super excited to see what he's going to do in his second season. I don't think there will be any sophomore slump for him. Matt Luff, Samuel Fajmo, I'm I'm so excited for him. So excited for him. You guys know how good he was at the World Juniors and uh, last World Juniors. 
I'm super excited for him. Jeff Carter, Akil Thomas, Aiden Aiden Dudas. He was him and Akil Thomas played for Team Canada at the World Juniors last year. I'm excited for the two of them. And Rasmus Kupari, who I'm super excited for as well. These are all young guys, played at the World Juniors last year. I am super excited for them as well. And I'm super excited for a lot of the guys on the decor as well. I mean, of course, you have Dowdy and Walker. I'm excited to see what Mikey Anderson is going to do in a full season. I'm excited to see how Ole Mata is going to fit in to this. I'm, I actually I like that trade a lot, or that signing a lot, getting Ole Mata in here. Curtis McDermott, he is here. I like him. Uh, Matt Roy, there's a lot of guys here that I really like. I'm excited to see what Kel Clegg is going to do as well. Hopefully he gets a little more playing time up with the big club this year. I'm excited to see what he's going to do. And five goaltenders at camp, but we know that the two goaltenders going into the year are going to be Cal Peterson and Jonathan Quick despite any injuries. But having said that, is this the year that Quick kind of takes a back seat? Is it going to be 50-50 between Peterson and Quick? What's going to happen? Is it just going to be who's ever playing better is going to get the net? It's it's head coach's decision. It's Todd McClellan's, McClellan's decision. But it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But I want to get back to the forward group for a minute. If you were to pick lines right now, what where are you picking? I think Jeff Carter is a bottom six winger or bottom six forward this year. I really do. Because I think... like. I really want to see the young guys do well. You know, I'm really excited for the young guys. It might take some time, but I'm really excited for the list of Velarde, Madden, Fajimo, Kapari. Those are like the top guys. I'm excited to see what Athanasio is going to do. I'm excited to see what Anderson's going to do. Anderson, I'm a little scared. He was a top pick. He hasn't worked out in the NHL. I hope this change of scenery does good for him. I really think it will. But again, you just never know. You just never know. We'll keep going over lines as we see over these next couple weeks until the season starts. But there are so many guys. Like, where are they going to fit in? Like, I just, it's so interesting to see what head coach Todd McClellan is thinking and what he's going to do. Like, I can see, I can see Dustin Brown being a bottom six forward as well, honestly, because I want to see the younger guys get more of a chance. Like, Kopitar's your number one center. There's no doubt about that. But could you do, like, Kopitar, I follow. And then like Velarde together, like it's super interesting to see what's gonna happen. I want and like I want Campe in the top six. Like it's super interesting to see what they're gonna do offensively because I'm really excited to see. All, they have so many different pieces to move around, and they want to try guys in different roles. And I'm super excited to see how they're gonna do that on this LA Kings team. It's gonna be super super exciting. Like where where's Austin Wagner gonna fit in? Blake Lazat, I think he proved enough last year. But, like, where's Carl Grundstrom going to fit in? Is Matt Luff on this team as the tough guy? Can a guy like Kiel Thomas make this team? I think he's still a couple years away. But I think young guys like Samuel Fajimo and Rasmus Kupari have a good shot at making this team. I really do. How, how about you put a line together this year of Kempe, Anderson, and Fajimo, the all-Swedish line, the Ikea line? What do you think of that? I wouldn't mind that at all. I would not mind the, I would not mind taking the chance on trying that as a line at all. I think that'd be cool. I think that'd be entertaining. There's just so many opportunities and plug and play options that the coaching staff has here of the Kings, and it's super exciting. And you know what? I'm not the only one excited about the LA Kings and their prospect pool, and how quickly this rebuild is going to go. 
Because if you didn't see this on Twitter yesterday, you missed out. Our boys over at Vegas Nightly put this tweet out yesterday. Vegas Nightly, the home of the the Vegas Golden Knights here at the Hockey Podcast Network. They put out this tweet, and it caused absolute fucking wildfire to, to the network's Twitter account. Everyone, it seemed like everyone on the Hockey Podcast Network was tweeting about this. The Twitter notifications did not stop all day. The Vegas Nightly Boys, they put out their West predictions. Shout out Eric, Andrew, Dave, and Carlo. Carlo is the man. They put out their West predictions. Andrew and Eric have the Kings finishing 6th in the West. Dave has them finishing 7th in the West. Shout out Carlo. He believes in the LA Kings. Go tweet at him at some some dude, S-U-M-D-O-O-D-88. He likes the LA Kings. He thinks they're going to be in great, great improvement this year. He thinks they're going to finish 4th in the West Division. I love that other people are recognizing this around the league. I love that other people are recognizing the LA Kings and how they're making the right roster moves. Rob Blake and Todd McClellan are doing a great job at bringing in pieces to be around this prospect pool. And they're going to be real good, real quick. And Carlo recognizes that. It was very funny that the Vegas boys, the Vegas Nightly boys, they... Isha and Seda Hoppy and the, the Soda Pod, they were pissed. Because they have Andrew, Carlo, and Eric have the Minnesota Wild seventh. And Dave has them six. Let's just run run over it quickly. Andrew has from first to eighth Colorado, Vegas, St. Louis, Anaheim, San Jose, LA, Minnesota, Arizona. Carlo has Colorado, Vegas, St. Louis, LA, San Jose. Anaheim, Minnesota, Arizona. Eric has Vegas. He's the only one that thinks Vegas is still better than Colorado. Vegas, Colorado, St. Louis, San Jose, Anaheim, LA, Minnesota, Arizona. I said Arizona. It's Phoenix. No, Arizona now. How did I mess that up? And then Dave has Colorado, Vegas, St. Louis, San Jose, Anaheim, Minnesota, LA, and Arizona. I got to say one thing about these predictions. I love, I, I love the love that Carlo has given the LA Kings. I, I'll be honest, I disagree with what they're giving Minnesota. I think Minnesota will be better. Why the hell do they have the Sharks so high? The Sharks are going to be a struggle. I'm sorry, Stick Hungry Boys. I'm sorry, Dylan. I'm sorry, Nick. The Sharks are going to struggle this year. And honestly, Anaheim might as well. You know what? L.A. might be the best team in California this season. They might be. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. But this caused absolute wildfire. This. Their predictions caused absolute wildfire. Uh, the Soda Boys weren't happy. Richie and Corey, the hosts of the of Sporty, the Arizona Coyotes podcast, they were not happy that it's a straight sweep for Arizona to finish last. 
I like their predictions. I think they're fair because I think so much can happen with this LA Kings team that it's going to be interesting to see what all that happens with this team. They could finish the highest fourth as fourth. They could finish last in this division, in this new West division for the season. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be really, really interesting to see what happens. But they put out these great predictions, and I like them a lot. I liked them a lot. And I don't agree with some of them. But maybe before the season starts, I'll give out my predictions as well. But I do agree with a lot of their predictions. I would I would say, you know what? This season is going to be a bit of a struggle for the Kings still. But I think they're better than San Jose. I think they're better than Anaheim. Arizona, I don't think they're that bad. Yeah, they lost some players, but I don't think they could be really bad or they could surprise. I'm not sure yet. It's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be really, really interesting to see. But yeah, that just caused wildfire. If you want to go check it out or tweet out, tweet your thoughts about it, go check it out at Vegas Nightly. I tweeted it on, my, on the King's End THPN account as well. It is super, super interesting. And people had a bunch of different replies to it. And yeah, just go check it out. It's very interesting. And the conversation went to like, so many other different topics like the 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 twitter notifications just did not stop around the network yesterday so definitely go check that out as well and you know what it was just nice to talk about hockey again to argue about hockey again we're two weeks away from the nhl season it's nice to argue about hockey again it is so nice and yeah the the twitter the notifications didn't stop and i loved it because it was just nice to argue about hockey again. Now, training camp starting. Super exciting. Starting to get predictions about the season. Super exciting. You know what else is super exciting in the hockey world right now? The World Juniors. The World Juniors. They are so much fun. I've been tweeting every day about the Kings prospects and how they're doing at the World Juniors. Oh my god. Well, I just remembered something. We'll get to that. But... The World Juniors. What have you guys thought of... I told you guys. What did I say last episode? I said, don't fucking worry about Quentin Byfield. And what does he go do against Switzerland? Two goals, four assists, six-point night. Shout out Quentin Byfield. Absolutely dominating in that game. In just 11.03 of ice time. And two goals on two shots, by the way. Two goals... Four assists on two shots. He was a plus four and 11.03 of ice time. Name player of the game. He was great. He was great. The U.S. had another big win the other day, or the same day as well, against the Czech Republic. Uh, Kaliev, a goal on four shots, plus one. Turcott was a plus two. Brock Faber, he had, he had an assist. He was a plus two. Lucas Parrick, he struggled in this game. Took the L against Team USA, 23 saves on 30 shots. It was a struggle for him. He was coming off that huge shutout win against Russia, though. That was huge, and that changes everything for this tournament. This this tournament has been chaotic this year. It could there's a lot of different stuff that could go on. But I don't I think it happened after the last episode. Lucas Perrick, that was a huge shutout win against Russia. That performance was unbelievable. 
The team was so the Czech Republic were so happy for him. Perak was fired up. It was so much fun to watch that. So much fun. I've told you guys. I've told you guys. I like Lucas Perak a lot. Don't sleep on him. Don't sleep on Lucas Perak. He is a good goaltender and he's going to be for a long time in the NHL. And he's going to look great in an LA Kings jersey. He is. He just is. A lot of guys are having great tournaments. Like the U.S. guys are having good tournaments. Turcotte, Kalia, Faber, Byfield. Huge game. Makes up. Does, like, doesn't even. I'm not even. Saying he makes up for the other two just isn't even the right word because he's still playing well. And you guys were worried about him. Grow up, man. Like, look at that. Then he goes and puts six points in your face. He says, screw you. I hear the haters. I'm going to shut them out. I'm going to go put up six points. I think Bornfoot's having a good tournament for Sweden. You know who's having an underrated good tournament? Is Samantelov for Team Finland. He's playing well. He had a goal and an assist the other day. I like the way he was playing as well. I also really like the way that Martin Kromanek is playing for Slovakia. He is playing well as well. Yeah, he was minus 3-1 game in a game he scored in, actually. He scored, but was minus 3. But he's playing really well as well. And I'm super excited to see what's going to happen throughout the rest of this tournament. Just in general and with all these LA Kings prospects. And we're going to have all the World Juniors talk as well until the very end as well. Uh, As we go into... Today, as we go into uh, Wednesday, December 30th, uh, Canada is 3-0 in their group. In Group A, Canada is 3-0. Finland is 2-0. Slovakia is 1-0-1-1. Germany, 0-1. Overtime win and two losses. And Switzerland has three losses. Sweden, 2-0. The U.S., 2-0-1-1. Two wins, one loss. Russia, two wins, one loss. The Czech Republic, one win, two losses. And Austria, 0-3 in the tournament. Still a couple days around Robin to be determined here. Today, on the 30th, we have Finland at Slovakia. We have uh, Switzerland against Germany. No LA Kings prospects in that game. And then Russia against Sweden to end the night tonight. Still lots to go. Still one, two. Still two games around Robin to be played. And there are some banger games on the 31st. Canada at Finland. Sweden at US. Also the Czechs are playing Australia as well. But those are some good games to end out the round robin. And it's very interesting to see what's going to happen the rest of the way in this tournament. But it's just so exciting. Kings fans, what have I preached the whole time? Be excited about these prospects at the World Juniors. And be excited about all the young guns that are going to go have their shot at training camp this year. Because they are a lot of fun. They are a lot of fun. Be excited. Like That's all I'm going to preach is be excited, LA Kings fans. And as you can see, Carlo from the Vegas Nightly Boys. It's not just Kings fans recognizing how good the Kings are going to be soon. It's people around the league are starting to realize how good this Kings team is going to be. People forget. As much of a struggle as as the season was last year, the LA Kings were undefeated in March. They haven't lost a game since February. How about that? The LA Kings have not lost a game since February. People forget that. I'm going to have to remind them. People forget that. The LA Kings haven't lost since February. It's almost been a full year and they haven't lost. There's a spin zone for you. But... Just get excited, Kings fans, because you saw what they did 
in March last year, and that's only going to get better. Because the young studs that are coming up for this team, they are exciting. They are super exciting. And we have the World Juniors right now. It's two weeks until the NHL season starts. Tomorrow, or today as you're listening to this, you're going to have LA Kings footage to look at. They're going to be on the ice skating. And prayers up, no COVID goes through the LA Kings or the NHL this season. Hopefully it gets all done safely and effectively this season because that would be the worst to see any games canceled or postponed because of COVID. But just be excited, Kings fans. Be excited for the Kings and be excited for 2021 and what's to come. And not only from the Kings, but here at the Hockey Podcast Network. Here at the Hockey Podcast Network, we're only getting bigger. The King's Den is only going to get bigger. The whole network is only going to get bigger. You guys know we have the King's Den. We have a podcast for every single NHL team. And we have a bunch of original content as well. It's all amazing, and it's only going to get bigger. And here at the King's Den and just the whole network, we thank you, the fans, for rocking with us all year despite a pandemic starting despite it being such a weird year with hockey played in the middle of summer and bubbles and stuff like that thank you so much for sticking with us all year long because you have no idea how much we appreciate it we're a year and a half into this thing we're just starting season two as you know this is episode eight of season two and we we can't like what Isha and Dylan started here is unbelievable. I know we've talked about it a lot, but now it's the end of the year. So let's talk about it one more time. Like they had a dream and it is, it is becoming a reality. And then some man, we just keep growing and growing and growing here at the network. And it's unbelievable. And here at the Kingston, we're going to keep growing and growing. And the whole network is just going to keep growing and growing and growing and get bigger and bigger and bigger. And it is so exciting. You have no idea. We're so excited about it. Everyone is so excited on here at the network. We're all so excited for hockey to be back. We're all so excited for the growth that we're going to have in 2021. And we can't thank you, the fans, enough for being here with us all 2020. In a rough year it's been, we come here all across the network, whether it be once a week or twice a week, to give you entertainment. It's a tough world that we're living in right now, and we want to give you entertainment whether it be half an hour a week, an hour a week, a couple hours a week, to distract you from the crazy world that we're living in right now. And we're trying to do that each and every week, each and every podcast that we put out. So we thank you for sticking with us, for enjoying our content. And we hope that you stick around for 2021 because the growth is just going to get bigger here at the Kingston and at the whole Hockey Podcast Network. And I can't thank Isha and Dylan enough for the opportunity to have me as part of this network. I feel so lucky to be a part of this network. And I'm so excited for the growth that we are going to have in 2021. So be excited, fans. Be excited for the Kings Den. Be excited for the Kings. And be excited for the Hockey Podcast Network. Because it is only going to get bigger and bigger here at the network. And once again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for sticking with us all year long. I really, truly appreciate it. I thank you. And I can't wait to see the growth that we are going to have in 2021. And I can't wait to see all your guys' reactions. I love getting your fan reactions on Twitter. So keep tweeting at us, at the Kings Den THPN, at Cunningham Jordy. Hit us up on Instagram as well, at the Kings Den THPN on Instagram. Keep hitting us up 
let us know what you like, what you don't like. Give us your opinions on stuff. We want to know. So tweet us always. Let us know what you think. We'll talk about it on the show. I'll talk about anyone's opinion on the show. So tweet at us at the Kings Den, THPN, or at Cunningham Jordy. Don't forget to find us on Instagram as well, at the Kings Den, THPN. Also, don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram, at HockeyPodNet. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube, at the Hockey Podcast Network, for all of our great video footage that's coming out around the network. And don't forget to check us out on Patreon for just $1. You can find all of our exclusive bonus content, including after hours and everything else in between. Also, after you listen to this, don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, and review. And don't forget to, after you listen to this, go listen to all the other great podcasts around the Hockey Podcast Network because they are all awesome and amazing. All the ones for each and every team and all the ones for every uh, original show as well. Brad Lee, House of Hockey, all of them. Go check them all out. And also, one more thing back to Twitter. When you tweet at us, use the hashtag THPN. Everyone at the network uses that hashtag. We will all see it, and it will just your comments will just grow bigger because the whole network will see it and talk about it. So use the hashtag THPN. And then don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, and review as well. Thank you so much, Kings fans. Enjoy your New Year's. Be safe. We will talk to you on Monday the 4th with actual more Kings news. After actually seeing them on the ice for a few days, we will talk to you on the 4th about the Kings. We will talk to you about the World Juniors. We will talk to you about everything in between. Have a great and safe New Year. And we will talk to you. And also, have a great and safe New Year. And remember, it's been a tough year. It's going to get better. Remember, there's still a pandemic going on. So wear your mask, social distance, do all that you can. Please, because don't forget that we are still living in a pandemic. And thank you to all the frontline workers, the truck drivers getting groceries to the stores. Thank you to all of them in this crazy tough year for getting it all done safely and effectively so people can still, so people can survive, so people can still get their groceries, especially the, the doctors and everything, man. They did an unbelievable job this year and they're just keeping, they're just going to continue to do that. So thank you to the frontline workers as well. May 2021 be better to everyone. We're just going to keep growing here at the network. But please stay safe, wear a mask, enjoy your new year, happy new year, and we will talk to you on Monday, January 4th here at the Kingston.